from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. following us and subscribing to the podcast and following on Instagram at wrestling delorean pod we have a stack 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 show for you guys tonight so let's get right on into it we're going to be talking about the ECW hardcore TV episodes of May 13th 1997 of May 20th 1997 and May 27th 1997. So we got three episodes here. Very, very stacked. Let's get right into it. ECW Hardcore TV, May 13th, 1997. This show starts out with highlights of the franchise, Shane Douglas and Bam Bam Bigelow versus the Pitbulls. Rick Rude comes out and he takes Francine to the back in a very sexual way. That's all that's seen in this highlight video and we get to... Joey Styles in the ring welcoming us back to the ECW arena and brings Rick Rude out as his new 
co-host on ECW Hardcore TV and the first time that he will have this co-host here in the world-famous ECW arena. Rick Rude comes out. He has some very sexual jokes that he makes fun of Francine with. This leads to Joel Gertner saying that he will expose Rick Rude. It looks like we're going to continue this weird Joel Gertner versus Rick Rude feud or whatever I guess you could call it that. It's just very weird. We get... We finally get the matchup here of Louis Spicoli versus Tommy Dreamer. Louis Spicoli comes out dressed up as Tommy Dreamer with the famous ECW shirt and sweatpants. Things get bloody pretty quick. Louis Spicoli gets his pants ripped off. Tommy Dreamer wins with an enziguri of all moves. That was very interesting to see. Did not expect Tommy to pull out the enziguri and I did not expect that to be the finish. But maybe I just watched too much modern day wrestling where things like an enziguri was a devastating finisher back in the day. These, these two had a pretty fun brawl. It was really fun to see these two mix it up. They had good chemistry with each other. Luis Piccoli, after the match, he takes out Tommy Dreamer. And the real story is when he then goes after Beulah McGillicuddy and hits her with the Spicoli driver, injuring the neck of Beulah McGillicuddy. Everybody comes out to check on her, but Tommy Dreamer freaks the fuck out. And he just t- starts taking out everybody, and he's going crazy. Joey Styles and Rick Rude, they're in disgust at Luis Piccoli. They said that he crossed the line. Rick Rude said that if Dreamer does not kick his ass, then he will. That's how much he crossed the line. This was very, very controversial and very surreal. Next, we see ECW highlights of matches from the event at the ECW Arena. Backstage, Terry Funk is continuing to try to calm down Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer is absolutely going nuts and losing it main event of the night we get rvd and sabu versus chris candido and taz this was a very stacked show a lot of great wrestling on the show rvd and sabu versus candido and taz was a phenomenal matchup lots of fun great chemistry between all four guys these guys all was just throwing a lot of shit in there and it was just craziness i had fun watching this matchup really good to see Taz and Chris Candino pick up the win in this amazing matchup. Lots of fun, like I said. Afterwards, RVD, he cuts a promo saying that he's fed up with this. He deserves better than to work in front of these fans that don't appreciate nothing. He can't wait to just go up to Connecticut or down to Atlanta, but he is sick and tired of working for ECW because he is above ECW and these people are below him. And that's how we go off the air. Going to move on now here to ECW Hardcore TV from May 20th, 1997. We start out the show with highlights of ECW in Buffalo. Chris Chetty versus the franchise Shane Douglas for the television champion. Chetty's getting a lot of offense in on Shane Douglas, which is surprising. But in the end, Shane Douglas picks up the victory. He retains the television title, and he now has a victory over the top rookie of ECW. Joey Styles and uh, about to say Robert Roode. Holy shit! Joey Styles and Rick Roode welcome us to the ECW debut in Buffalo, New York. The first matchup of the night, we got Taz versus Spike Dudley. Taz makes quick work of Spike, chokes him out. Next, we get the pulp, the famous Pulp Fiction style promos, and we have a plethora of talent here, all talking about Rob Van Dam leaving ECW because apparently on Monday Night Raw. Rob Van Dam made an appearance 
on Raw with Jerry Lawler. So, you have the guy who been wanting to leave ECW and wants to go to Stanford, Connecticut, showing up on Raw while he's still under contract with ECW. That is insane. I cannot wait to get to this time period when I'm doing the Fight for Monday Night Pro... Uh, Fight for Monday Night podcast because I cannot wait to see the original ECW evasion and how it all played out. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. But during this Pulp Fiction promos, we had Chris Candido, Raven, The Pitbulls, Sandman, Terry Funk, Shane Douglas, Spike Dudley, Louis Piccoli, Tommy Dreamer, Joel Gertner, The Dudleys, The Eliminators, The FBI, Chris Chetty, Francine, Buell McGillicuddy, Balls Mahoney, and finally Todd Gordon all chiming in on their thoughts on Rob Van Dam. Whether they were a heel or face, whether there's storylines going on it doesn't matter they all have a united idea and opinion of Rob Van Dam and that he's a turncoat that he betrayed them that he's an asshole and a scumbag and this leads to Todd Gordon formally suspending Rob Van Dam on this show this was just absolutely amazing I I love to see how the whole locker room came together to show hatred for Rob Van Dam for showing up on the competition's television insane Next, we get the Dream Tag Team Partner Match. Raven versus Tommy Dreamer were both could pick a tag team partner of their choosing. Raven, he picked Stevie Richards. Tommy Dreamer picks Terry Funk. This was a really fun matchup. Raven and Stevie versus Funk and Dreamer. They went all over the place here. Good chemistry between everybody. Luis Piccoli gets involved. He brawls with Tommy Dreamer. They go up to the top of the bleachers here in Buffalo, and Spicoli throws Dreamer all the way down the bleachers. That looked extremely painful. That was insane. At the end here, surprisingly, Stevie Richards picks up the pinfall victory in the upset here, pinning the ECW champion Terry Funk, which will lead now to Stevie Richards being named the number one contender in a matchup 
against the ECW champion, Terry Funk. Stevie Richards' ascension to the top here from lackey to number one contender for the title. It's just been a great story. But this was a great way to end the show. This ECW episode, I feel, was my favorite episode of ECW Hardcore TV since we started this podcast. It showed a lot of talent. It showed a lot of storyline development and a lot of character development. I really enjoyed it. And finally here, we're going to be talking about ECW Hardcore TV from May 27th, 1997. We got highlights of Taz versus his cousin Chris Chetty and Danny Doring. After this, Taz makes quick work of them. Taz cuts a promo saying that he's the toughest son of a bitch in wrestling. Joey Styles and Rick Rude, they welcome us to Pittsburgh, the Golden Dome. This is the site of the November to Remember the, the most famous November to remember, I'm trying to think of the year. I believe it was 1998. November to remember was in the Golden Dome here in Pittsburgh. They talk about Rob Van Dam and how he showed up on Raw. Tommy Dreamer and Raven and Stevie Richards and Terry Funk, they showed highlights of their matchup. And Stevie Richards is big victory on Terry Funk. This leads to an amazing promo that I want everyone to go out their way and check out. Where Stevie Richards cuts a promo talking about how he was never supposed to be in this position he was never anything in life he was never first to pick for sports games he was always an outsider outcast in school he was told he'll never make it in wrestling but here now he's wrestling someone that he looks up to in Terry Funk and that if things were different and if he knew now what he knew then he would have never picked Raven to be his I guess leader he would have took the advice of Terry Funk and he would have been Terry Funk's friend and Terry Funk's uh, partner here. It was just a really amazing promo, and you got to go out of your way and check it out. But this, after this, we got a BWO promo saying that Stevie Richards feels that he's going to leave the BWO behind. He has another thing coming, which I don't know if this is going to lead to dissension into the BWO. Next, we get the Dudley Boys with Joe Gertner, who's still calling out Rick Rude. They go against Stevie Richards. No, not Stevie Richards. They go against Spike Dudley, I'm sorry, and Mikey Whipwreck. The Dully Boys pick up the win. Mikey takes Bubba Ray and Devon out with the chair after the matchup. Big Dick Dully comes out and he hits the chokeslam on Mikey. Balls Mahoney makes the save. Balls clears house. This was just craziness. After Balls clears house with the chair, Balls Mahoney gets on the mic and he calls out anybody. He says, lately, everybody in ECW is scared to step in the ring with him. No one wants to step in the ring with him. He said that he's looking for a fight. He's here to call out anybody who has the balls as big as his to come out and wrestle him tonight. Balls Mahoney keeps on calling people out. No one comes out. So Ball says there's one guy in particular that he wants to fight. And he said, I'll pay him with this. And he pulls out a beer. And the crowd goes nuts because that can only mean one person. That means the ECW hardcore icon, the Sandman. Which leads to the Sandman coming out. Ball's... Saying that he would give $100 to anybody to wrestle him, or $1,000 to wrestle him, no one cared. But you offer the Sandman a beer, and this guy will fight through an army. So, Sandman comes out. We got Balls versus Sandman. This was a crazy brawl. Both are bleeding. Both are just beating the shit out of each other with their respective weapon. Balls with the chair. Sandman with the Singapore cane. The Dudley Boys come out. They attack Balls Mahoney. Sandman makes the save. All three Dudleys get the better of both of them. Tommy Dreamer comes out to even the odds. Louis Piccoli comes out and joins the Dudleys. He helps out. He's taking out Tommy Dreamer. 
Terry Funk comes out to even the odds. He starts getting jumped. Stevie Richards comes out to help Terry Funk. He clears house. And then Stevie Richards and Terry Funk start to brawl. This is just craziness. But the show ends with Stevie Richards hitting the big Stevie kick on Terry Funk and holding the title high. That was one way to end ECW Hardcore Television. That was fun as hell. I cannot wait for Stevie Richards versus Terry Funk. I loved the interaction of different storylines getting intermeshed and intertwined with the main event here. And just really, really cool to see all this craziness. And that's what ECW was. It was the Wild Wild West. It was craziness. So I thoroughly enjoyed this show. All three of these shows were very solid, and I think that as these shows go on, they're getting better and better, and I cannot wait to see what ECW Hardcore TV brings next, and I cannot wait to see the build-up to their very next pay-per-view. I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Stay safe, stay strong. Stimulus checks are coming, so prepare for that. Make sure you're smart with your money, though, you know. I hope everybody could really use it, uses it properly. Also, don't forget to tune in Monday for the Fight for Monday Night, where we will be dedicating the whole show to the WWF 1996 Royal Rumble. So stay tuned for that. That should be a lot of fun. Have a great weekend, guys. Take care. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.